Chairman of the U.S. Air Force would like to wish America a very happy new year. We're working to help make 1984 a time of peace and happiness for everyone around the world. It's rewarding work, and you can help. Ask your recruiter how. From all of us, here's hoping the new year will be your happiest year of all. The U.S. It's Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, meet Skelton daydreams about being a slave owner, plus wishing for your imaginary girlfriend to come back, tricking more women into changing your adult diaper, and moving out because your neighbor masturbates too loudly. All coming up today. God's gonna put a cancer in the butthole. God's gonna put a cancer in the butthole of every sodomite. Every sodomite butthole will get cancer in the butthole. It'll burn and burn and burn. They won't be able to sit down because of the burning in their butthole. He can't sit down. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. God's gonna have a flame coming out of your butthole. You're going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. And there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. You ain't seen nothing yet. What, 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 butthole? If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. Flaming, what, 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 butthole? And you will not be able to sit down. What, 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 butthole? You ain't seen nothing yet. Everyone who takes it up the rear, everyone who has a penis injected in his butthole, when that penis comes out, the flame will start burning. Because ain't nobody gonna stick no penis in that flame. That flame will be an eternal flame coming out of the butthole of every shot of night. Flame coming out of the butthole, flame coming out of your butt. That man pulls that penis out of you, a flame is gonna come out, and nobody will ever stick a penis in your butthole again because it will be on fire. You ain't See nothing till you see the flame coming out of T.D. Jake's butt. Got a flame coming out of his butt. And all flames shooting out of there behind. You're going to see the power of God. Ah, you ain't seen nothing yet. What, 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 who? Oh, I drink semen. You ain't seen nothing yet. Ah, lightning bug. Semen latte. <laughs> God's gonna put a cancer in the butthole of every sodomite. <laughs> it's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. If you gonna suck a dick, then you suck a dick. Hi, I'm B. Arthur with a message for women who take Bremerin. Don't. It's made of horse urine. It's just a fun thing. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Yes, Tim Henson, back here with you to start a new year of programs. I am so excited to uh, finally get started. I missed you guys so much. We were off the last week, week and a half. It was a great little break for me, but uh, yeah, I was getting antsy to get started. I tried to uh, post some best of shows, some distorted reviews, looking back at the past year. I don't even think I got halfway through 2021. There were just so many great moments of DV. The problem is I produce such high quality content. Every moment of DV is really a best of moment. One that should be celebrated and cherished. Every ass to mouth slurp. Every crackly creamy shit. It's all audio gold. 
And lucky you, you're here from the beginning to start a new year of shows. I have got a, a great program for you. Let me just uh, recap what happened on my little break. I went up to Ashtabula, celebrated Christmas with my family. Yes, my aunt talked about shit. And when I got in the bathroom, <laughs> and stood, I didn't want to sit in the toilet, so I just stood up. Oh. You stood up and shit? Huh? You stood up and pooped? Yeah, I didn't sit down on the toilet. I didn't want to sit on the toilet. I didn't want to sit on the toilet. Oh, she was hovering and it went sideways. It's important to note that this always takes place at the dining room table. We're surrounded by food. Later on, my aunt actually was thinking out loud. She's like, I don't know what it is. No, No matter what happens, who I'm with, the topic of shit comes up. We're always talking about poop. And it's, I, I had to remind my aunt, it's you. You're the one that tells these stories. Otherwise, we wouldn't know that you shit your pants or you sprayed fecal matter all over your shower curtain. You can hear her eating. She's got a mouth full of food. As she talks about poop. You know, the one common thing is um, you. Yeah, the common denominator the, is you. She didn't like when we told her that, actually. She was kind of offended. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love her shit stories. Keep them coming. But don't act surprised that, that the topic of poop comes up. When you're constantly shitting yourself and wanting to share it with the group. I mean, my aunt is in her 80s now. If that loose asshole theory of hers is true, the accidental shits are probably becoming more frequent. Her ass is like uh, an old pair of underwear. You know, and uh, <laughs> the waistband is all blown out. Right? It, it doesn't even fit around your waist. It just falls down. That's her asshole. The elasticity is all gone. It was a typical Henson Christmas. The other noteworthy thing that happened during the break, as I mentioned, I was going in for a sleep apnea study. That happened uh, the Wednesday after Christmas. It almost got canceled. They should play the voicemail I got from this bitch at the clinic. Oh, they were so concerned about me getting this fucking COVID test to make, you know, make sure I don't have the coronavirus before I go in, which is fine. I was going to do it, but I was like... Like trying to be courteous and I was thinking this through I'm like well I shouldn't get the COVID test before Christmas I should do it after Christmas because you know I'm with my family and who knows what those dirty people are going to give me I'll come home wait a few days get the COVID test and then the next day I'll go in and and get my sleep study well this woman kept calling from the clinic she called once before Christmas to remind me to get the COVID test and then she called me on Monday saying they were going to cancel the appointment if I didn't immediately contact them. And I missed that call. So I was I was pissed off because I didn't get the call. I, like I heard the voicemail after 5 p.m. Of course, no one is in the clinic, which is insane considering it's uh, a clinic where people go in at night for a, a sleep study. Someone could be there to answer the fucking phone, right? Anyway, I got the test done on Monday called on Tuesday and I was uh, you know I'm like I hope my appointment wasn't fucking cancelled and uh, the, the woman was like no no you, as long as you got your test you're fine and I said yeah okay still they were very concerned they're like as long as you have your results make sure to bring your results with you when you come enter the building with the results 
want to make sure you're negative, negative for COVID, you know. I get to the clinic Wednesday night at 8 p.m. The woman doing my sleep study said absolutely nothing about that fucking COVID test. I actually had to bring it up to her. I'm like, hey, you want to see this fucking test you people were so concerned about? And she was like, oh, yeah, just pull it up on your phone. She just looked at it for two seconds and was like, okay, take your mask off. She was actually very nice. I was looking at the paperwork uh, before I uh, went to the clinic and they wanted me to get the COVID test five to seven days prior to my sleep study, which seems retarded, right? A lot can happen in a week, especially the week of Christmas when you're all around people and you're traveling and stuff. Again, I thought I was being courteous by waiting until like a day or two before the time, whatever. This fucking sleep study was a nightmare. Now, typically I can sleep through anything. I'm a very healthy sleeper. Some might say I'm lazy, immobile, morbidly inactive. Those are all words that have been thrown around my way. I couldn't do it. I couldn't sleep at this place. The uh, the whole thing with the doctor was like, uh, we're so sure you have sleep apnea. We're going to do what's called a split night test. Half the night, you're just going to be sleeping regular. And they're going to monitor you and uh, see how many times you stop breathing. How many times you die while you're catching some C's. Uh, and then for the second half of the night, uh, night, we'll uh, hook you up to the CPAP machine and see uh, if we can improve that. Here's the issue that I had. And let this be a warning to anyone who may have to take a sleep study. I got there at eight. She asked me, what time do you normally go to bed at nine? And I said, like, midnight. And she's like, ooh, you can't do that here. Like, you got to be in bed by 11. Mom throwing down the curfew or something. So she said, uh, I'll uh, work on you last. Whatever the fuck that meant, right? I'm like, what work on me? He's like, yeah, you know, I got to hook up uh, your electrodes and stuff so we can monitor you. And that takes about a half hour. And I was like, what? That seems a bit excessive. So uh, she came back at 1030 and started hooking me up. Now, I envisioned this completely different. I thought, you know, when they say electrodes, I, I thought like, you know, like when you get an EKG, they put, they put some of those pads on your chest. This was a whole get. You, there were so many wires on my head, on my chest, going down my shirt, down my leg. Then they had to stick electrodes to my head and I got big bushy long hair so they they stuck all this weird paste in my head like in my hair i had wires going everywhere it was and then like a like a, a monitor on my finger there were wires coming out of my finger and then up my nose there were like wires like they, they put like this thing in your nose to monitor the breathing there it was something else man so i told her i said uh, now normally i lay on my side are the wires going to be long enough for me to lay on my side and she said yes but there are so many wires that get caught on things. It was like super uncomfortable to sleep on my uh, right side, which I normally do. She said before uh, I went to sleep, she said, now you can sleep on your side, but it, for at least part of the night, you need to try to lie on your back too. It's easy for us to catch you dying that way. So I said, okay. So I, uh, you know, I was watching my iPhone. I was watching some episodes of Seinfeld or something. And then, I don't know, maybe like around 1130, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm going to try to sleep. Got on my side, closed my eyes. I started to sleep. No problem. I swear to God, I drifted off. I was sleeping for 15 minutes when I hear, uh, excuse me, can you sleep on your back for a while? Yeah, that jolt awake from the intercom. That's how they communicate. The room is completely dark. 
there's a camera in the corner. These, these people are just like watching you. And uh, she wanted me on my back. And it, after that point, I could not fall back. I was tossing and turning all night. I, You know, there, there's light coming through the door. There are people talking. There's some old guy next to me doing a sleep study. I think he suffers from night terrors or something. I kept hearing, boop, boop. What the hell is that? And I you know, start to kind of drift off to sleep. Don't kill me. Boop, boop. No, it wasn't quite that bad. But yeah, like there was just like a lot of things keeping me up. And result, the nurse said I got two and a half hours of sleep. She actually came in my room at 3.30 in the morning and she's like, do you just want to leave? What do you want to do here? Bitch was giving up on me. I stayed until a little bit uh, before five because I thought maybe I can, maybe if it gets late enough, I'll, you know, really fall asleep. But uh, no, I guess they did get enough data from me or enough to say at least that I have uh, a mild case of sleep apnea. And uh, with my crazy heart issues, they want me to uh, come back and actually do the CPAP thing where I get hooked up. So now I got to go back again for a second sleep study. I asked the lady before I left. I'm like, uh, is there any way I can like take a sleeping pill before bed? She's like, oh yeah, people do that all the time. Ambien, Lunestra, whatever. Just ask your doctor. They'll give you a prescription and you, you know, you can take a couple pills when you get here or whatever. I'm like, well, why wasn't this uh, give information given to me beforehand? You're so fucking concerned about that stupid COVID test. Give me something I can use that would be helpful. Like this sleeping pill that's going to knock me on my ass. So now this whole sleep apnea thing is drawn out. Who knows when I'm going to go back. I have to call tomorrow. See when I can do another sleep study. Just fantastic. Before we get into some audio, and yes, I have some audio to kick off 2022. I did want to mention what I've been up to work-wise. Even though I uh, took the week off from the podcast, I was still doing stuff. Made a stupid little cartoon over there at uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash show. I will embed it in the show notes today. Just a fun, stupid little cartoon featuring those movie concession cartoon characters, you know, like popcorn and candy and soda. Let's all go to the lobby. Those guys, they're having some relationship issues. If you want to watch that cartoon again, I will embed it over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. More importantly, there will soon be more ways to consume Sideshow content. I'm going to warn you guys, this next part is going to not interest a lot of you. Uh, if You might want to fast forward to the next chapter unless you want to hear about the Sideshow and ways to listen to it and new offerings. Either that or just you know fast forward five or six minutes. I'm guessing that's how long it's going to take. The Sideshow is our member site. This program is how I make my living. And uh, Sideshow members get access to exclusive uh, programs every week. The fastest growing way to listen to Distorted View daily is uh, really Spotify. That's how a lot of new freaks are uh, learning about the show and starting to listen. Unfortunately, Spotify is weird. Like, if you open your Spotify app, you can't add a, a, a podcast feed. Like, you can't copy and paste a feed in. You have to go through Spotify's directory. Like, you just search for Distorted View, and it'll pop up there, and you can listen to the shows. In the coming days, what you will notice is, in addition to uh, the, the free shows, which you're able to listen to on Spotify, some of the episodes, instead of having a play button, are going to have a little lock icon. Those are the Sideshow exclusive episodes, which you can now listen to on Spotify if, of course, you sign up. Now, there are a couple of caveats here. 
These memberships or subscriptions are not interchangeable. Meaning if you uh, sign up with Spotify to get uh, all of the exclusive content, you will not have access to superfreaksideshow.com. Likewise, if you are a member of superfreaksideshow.com, not going to be able to listen to the uh, exclusive content on Spotify. It's the same content, though. Just another way uh, to get it. Why am I doing this? Why am I confusing you guys? Well, again, uh, the fastest growing podcast app really is Spotify. People who listen to uh, podcasts on Spotify don't want to leave Spotify and use a different podcast app. So you can see why I kind of have to offer away. Uh, The other caveat for Spotify users is that... The complete archives are not included. This is just access to exclusive new shows and uh, shows from the past year. If you go to Spotify right now, you can listen to episodes of DB all the way back uh, to like, I don't know, September, November or something of uh, 2020. And uh, the same will be true for the exclusive content. I will make as many episodes available as Spotify allows. The other reason why I wanted to offer uh, some other ways to listen to exclusive content is because some people have trouble getting the uh, Super Freak Sideshow website and feed to work with their particular podcast app. And this is going to make things way easier. If you are not a tech savvy person, if you have no idea what RSS feeds are, how to add them into your podcast app, you hate following directions, this Spotify thing might be for you. The Spotify thing should be going live in the next day or two. I am working with Spotify on one tiny issue. They assure me it's no biggie and uh, they're fixing it up right now. There's one more way you're going to be able to listen to uh, Sideshow content. Get ready to be confused even more. I I hate this so much. In the end, I, I do think this will be a benefit to a bunch of you. So I guess it's worth it. Apple Podcasts, uh, if you use the Apple Podcast app, you may know they have uh, begun to offer paid subscriptions. Distorted View Daily will be one of them. Ta-da! Soon, when you uh, search for Distorted View Daily or you see it in Apple Podcasts, you'll see that there is a subscription option where you can sign up, get exclusive shows. Apple is actually a little more versatile than Spotify. Uh, Apple will let you bundle multiple podcasts together as like a package. So I plan on uh, offering yearly archive podcasts. So, you know, there'll be a podcast for 2019, 2018, 2017, just like uh, you can subscribe at superfreaksideshow.com to the yearly archives. They'll be very similar on Apple. But again, it's going to take some time. It's a very slow process. Right now, when you sign up, you're just going to have access to uh, exclusive new episodes and, of course, the free shows. As time goes on, I'll continue to add uh, past exclusive shows and yearly archives. It's just uh, with, with Apple, especially it's a manual process. I, there's no like easy way to like send up all of my episodes of DV, just upload them all at once. No, I got to do it individually. It's going to kill me again, though. If you are not so tech savvy, if you just want something easy and simple, boom, you click a button, subscribe to the sideshow through Apple podcast apps. You're done. You don't have to worry about RSS feeds logging into websites, downloading stuff. I'm just trying to make it as easy as possible for uh, you guys to listen to exclusive content. Now, again, nothing's going to change if you are already a Sideshow member. If you want to keep using the website, keep using however you're listening to exclusive shows right now, nothing's going to change. It's really just, uh, you know, a couple different ways for people to subscribe and not have to use the website. The only other thing I'll mention is with Apple... And to a lesser extent, Spotify. Now I'm going through third-party services and their payment processors, and they got to take a cut. 
So yeah, prices are going to be a little different if you choose to sign up through, you know, Spotify or Apple. Nothing's going to change again for current Sideshow members or people who sign up through SuperFreakSideshow.com. I just want to make it perfectly clear that I'm not trying to charge more money for people who sign up on Spotify or Apple because of this convenience. It's really the fact that they're taking a cut and I'm just trying to to keep it so I'm making about as much as I would make through the Sideshow website. Does that make sense? So, you know, Spotify is going to be a little more than uh, a normal Sideshow membership if you sign up through superfreaksideshow.com and then Apple is going to be a little more than Spotify. Think of it as a Spotify and Apple tax. All right, so that's the plan. I hope that wasn't too confusing. The point is, if you're already a Sideshow member, you don't have to worry about anything. Nothing's going to change. Unless, you know, you're a Sideshow member that can't access the content because you can't figure shit out or you're having trouble or you won't sign up for the Sideshow because you don't want to deal with fucking websites or you don't trust me with your credit card. By the way, I never see your credit card information. It's all done through third pro- third party processors, but whatever. Uh, you now have some other options. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. I'll have some tutorials and videos on the website soon that'll explain all of this. Let's just move on and get into some actual Distorted View content. Well, I think we should probably start the year off by checking in with some of our favorite Utards and freaks. It's been a while. First of all, shortly after I posted uh, the last new episode of DV uh, for 2021, uh, Mead Skelton <laughs> messaged me demanding a retraction. Yes, he emailed me. He says, uh, uh, I heard you did a podcast with my anti-Kwanzaa song. No, I really don't hate black people at all. Please never say that. I don't hate them. I just hate lies. And Kwanzaa is based on lies. BLM is based on lies. I never said I hated anyone of any race. Well, Mead, you didn't really have to say it. Please announce this on your show. Well, Mead, I, uh, I, I see how you feel. I understand that's your position. However, we've played enough audio of you to know that, yeah, you're a little racist. From your comment that, quote, middle-aged Negroes have an uppity attitude to this. Russian Negroes standing in the welfare line. She's got her EBT card and she's doing fine. And your black lives matter when they go splatter. I think I'm going to stand by my opinion that you're racist and I will continue calling you such. Should I provide more evidence? Well, lucky for everyone... Mead popped into the Distorted View Discord recently. He had a lot to say about black people, Betty White, Jews. Mead shared a lot of his opinions. Uh, If you are not in the Discord, shame on you. You're missing out. It's free. There's a link over there at distortedview.com. Real quick, before I read a a couple of his Discord messages, uh, I got to talk about that uh, forum he's a member of, that European cultural community, the Apricity. Recently, he made a post over there. If you were a slave master, what kind of slave master would you be? What a conversation starter Mead is. He knows how to get people talking. The post reads, I just saw recently that my great-great-granddaddy's farm got sold. Uh, He had a fairly prosperous plantation with 58 workers. Let's just call them unpaid workers. Uh, He was said to be very kind to his help, and they admired him very much. Who's saying that? I'm guessing not the slaves or the ancestors of the slaves. All right. Uh, The plantation had mostly wheat, corn, and tobacco, a little bit of cotton and squash and other vegetables. This got me thinking. I was wondering about this since I'm not a big fan of the slavery myself, but 
I think I would be a rather benevolent master. I would treat my servants well and give them Christmas, Thanksgiving, and the 4th of July off. All major holidays. They could have birthday celebrations as well with a biscuit on their birthday. They're not going to get fucking cake. Mead's going to jam a single candle in a buttermilk biscuit. Happy birthday, Kunta Kinte. Eat that biscuit up quick. That cotton ain't gonna pick itself. Also, on Sundays, I would let them sleep late, provided they went to church that afternoon. (laughs) My philosophy is, if your workers aren't happy, they won't do as good a job. Many companies should follow the same principle of benevolent slave master. (laughs) If you were in... I've missed this show so much, Freaks. Uh, If you were in the position of slave owner, how would you treat your worker? Would you be kind to them or work them harder than necessary? The first reply is an emoji of uh, someone doing that uh, facepalm move. Someone else replied... Would you make love with your voluptuous chocolate negress? Don't lie. Another reply here is uh, he would make love to them, but just to procreate. They would never share the same bathroom and they would sleep in separate bedrooms. Pretty sure that was one of the best of moments of 2021 is playing that audio of me where he described his perfect wife and how they would not sleep in the same bedroom and they would have separate bathrooms. And the reason was weird. Like, I don't I don't want them going through my stuff. I'm so curious as to what the hell Mead has in that house that he doesn't want people to find. He's got to be collecting corpses, right? At the very least, there's the chopped up body of that uh, young girl Mead used to go horseback riding with. You know, the one who started to ignore him when she found a guy with a prettier horse or something and then filed a restraining order on Mead. Yeah, Mead keeps part of her foot in his nightstand. Someone by the name of Anglo-Celtic replied to Mead's post. I would like to be a slave on your plantation. That free biscuit thing sold me. Later on, Meade replied uh, saying that most slaves in America were fairly lazy and they didn't really work that hard. You can find links to uh, these forum posts and all of Meade's content over there in the Discord. There is another uh, forum thread where Meade tries to explain away why he's got a little Jewish in him. Remember he did that 23andMe DNA test? He came back with like, I don't know, 6% or 12% Jew. You know, this whole time, ever since he got those test results, he was he was trying to formulate a, a response, an explanation as to how that could have happened. Uh, well, he's landed on this. Uh, it's because 23andMe is run by Jews. <laughs> they throw in Jewish ancestry to curb, quote, anti-Semitism. And then he adds, uh, did I mention I'm 23% Irish? Which really has nothing to do with anything. Turning our attention back to the Discord, here are some uh, comments from Mead during uh, his chat with the freaks. My real fans enjoy my musicality and witty banter. Betty White was garbage. Rest in hell, Betty. When someone suggested that uh, he's just jealous of Betty White's career, Mead said, uh, At the time, almost anyone could make it because TV was so small back then. Why would I be jealous of a perverted old woman who was in show business decades before I was born? Then he went on to say that uh, Betty White wasn't even a woman at all. Betty was not the sweet old lady you all think she was. She was a high satanic priestess and a man. He then calls her the female Lucifer. This conversation goes on and on. You can read it for yourself over there in the Discord. 
I've got some audio, though, from Mead's live New Year's Eve special. Plastic back glasses and a bad attitude. Hipsters ruin everything. Take it from me, they're really nasty and rude. Hipsters ruin everything. Well, Johnny Taco has no gone with the wind. I don't care how much money you've got to spend. Look at vintage, are really passe. Hipsters won't have it any other way. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard that song before, but Mead is not a fan of the hipsters. Okay, I'll do it. 2022 is the year of the Mead. (laughs) He's pulling his eyes back like an Asian. (laughs) There's your little Chinese thing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So anyway, I'm just having a ball, everybody. Oh, let's do another song for you. You know, I just love singing for you. Perfect marriage. Unfortunately, he does not sing Pervert Marriage. You know, it's funny. Mead acts as if he doesn't listen to Distorted View Daily, and he acts like uh, he isn't irked by every fucking thing I say about him. Like, even in that email he sent me, he was like, oh, someone told me uh, you were talking about me and called me racist. And it's so obvious he's listening. Hi, Mead. Uh, here's some proof. This is from his live stream. He's singing some dumb song. that nice <clears throat> it's not yankly doodly isn't it? see <laughs> right what do i always say about mead's music it's that yankee doodle dandy music that must drive him up the wall i love antagonizing that man oh i could play mead clips all day but we got to move on it's already so late uh so thank you very much mead happy new year look forward to many more racist outbursts in 2022 god willing right Let's check in with another Utard that we started featuring last year. Remember that uh, poor guy who was in a relationship with an anime pillow until she left him? That's how you really know you're a bad lover. When even your imaginary girlfriends pack up and leave. So here I am walking the bus stop again this morning, thinking about my imaginary girlfriend, how I miss her, you know, how she dumped me because... You know, I left, or couldn't keep the apartment clean. Right. Here I am really drowsy, not feeling too well. He sounds a little depressed on account of the breakup. Starting Saturday, the New Year's Day, I'm going to be really dedicated to the uh, Burn Your Fat With Me app for uh, weight loss. You know, doing that every day. Just so that I can really focus on getting my imaginary girlfriend back. It's all about winning her back. She wants him to lose weight, apparently. But here I am, walking to the bus, going to work, not feeling so good. Thinking about my imaginary girlfriend. Oh, he just desperately wants a pillow to fuck. I feel for you. Oh, guess who's back? Ashley Hacker. She is not looking so good. You can definitely tell what type of drug she's on by the look of her face. I was happy. I was going to dance and exercise, and I have to go to bed. My whole body hurts again. Someone's murdering me. She's talking like she has meth, and she has meth mouth. Watch your manja and get out of your fucking pool, puckle here. Y'all disgust me. We disgust her. Meanwhile, she's drooling. She's foaming at the mouth. I feel for this woman. I, I mean, she's got some problems. I just find it fascinating that she always turns the camera on herself and starts recording during these manic episodes. She's eating her hair right now. 
Oh, she's singing. Okay, she's in a good mood now. Great. 20 seconds ago, she was being murdered. I would play more for you, but uh, you kind of get the idea. It's just a lot of this for 13 minutes. She really does sound like Nell. Hey, Dr. What's the way, Thank you very much, Ashley. I've got one more Utard to check in with, see how his holidays went. Our new favorite, Galileo 2333, America's favorite pedophile. Hi, Galileo 2333. One of the reasons they claim that adults are attracted to having sexual interaction with children is if an adult missed out on um, youth sexual interaction. Yeah, the theory of some pedophiles is that, uh, you know, they didn't get to have sex as a teenager with other teens. So now, at the age of 50... All they can really get are the other 50-year-olds, and that's not good. That's not fresh cunt. They never got to experience that, so they should be grandfathered in, so to speak. They should be allowed to have sex with uh, an underage girl so they can experience it. It's only fair. It's what's rightfully theirs. I'll let uh, Galileo 33, 28, 20, 27 talk here. Um, and, de- and, and now they want to kind of get back those experiences by having sex with a young person. Uh, that's a perfectly legitimate reason. Oh, of course. Galileo's behind that. To legalize adult with child sexual interaction. Makes perfect sense to him. Sounds reasonable. And allow that, you know, that older person to, you know, get a chance to have a sexual interaction with a teenager. I mean, it's not going to be the same experience. I mean, whether it's the same or, you know, experience or anything, I mean, that's a completely relative and subjective, you know, definition. But that's a perfectly good reason. If there really is like a 40-year-old virgin out there. Galileo 2333 acting as if he's not a 40-year-old virgin. Your old virgin out there. They should have it so that he can get laid by a 12-year-old girl, and that should be legalized. Uh, yeah, Galileo 2333 signing off. All right, well, there you go. It seems that some of our favorite, uh, most despicable people that we feature on the podcast are already doing well in 2022. Happy New Year to you ghouls. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Of the news. Right up. <laughs> I don't think I need to talk about the sideshow anymore on today's podcast, do I? Uh, just sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, this one was sent in by DV listener Miles. Thank you so much, Miles. The story comes from Vancouver. Tenants often disagree about what is an appropriate amount of noise. Sex-related noises often cause tension between tenants who live in close proximity to one another. Anyone who's lived in an apartment building uh, probably has dealt with this. I know I have the fucking moose upstairs doing exercises at 7 in the morning, clomping on the floor for an hour with her big fat size 14 hoofs. The last place I lived uh, before I moved in with Lord Douche, uh, you know, I was living with my friend Joe and we had one of those like uh, townhouses is that what they're called? Or duplex or whatever. So it's, it's a big house, basically cut into two houses, right? And you've got a shared wall in the middle, and it was uh, two lesbians. So there was just a lot of noise because, 
lesbians, if you've ever lived next to lesbians, it's either uh, loud lovemaking, scissoring apparently is a high decibel activity, or uh, they're fighting. Those are the uh, only two modes lesbians operate in. And their disputes are like a fight to the death type of brawl. So it's very loud, things being thrown, broken, glass shattering, sobbing, sound of bone being, being broken. It's quite a thing. So yeah, I'm familiar with the sounds of people having sex next door to me. Hearing a couple in the throes of passion is decidedly different than hearing someone who is alone and loud whacking off. According to British Columbia's Residential Tenancy Act, landlords are responsible for providing a quiet enjoyment to all tenants. Upon getting a disturbance complaint from a tenant, the landlord must take steps to fix the problem. For example, a landlord may need to speak to a tenant about the noise if it bothers neighboring tenants. In one case, the landlord stated that a person living next door to the tenant complained of very loud music as well as, quote, sounds of the tenant masturbating, including moaning and the sound of the tenant's release. Just their luck. They moved next door to a gooner baiter. Oh, fuck. My penis is showing. We can hear you. I'm masturbating my penis. Yeah, we can hear you next door. Can you quiet it down? I can see my penis. Fuck. My pee-pee. My dick. My dick is showing. Fuck a Mr. Penis. Just put it away if you don't want to show it. I'm showing my penis. We can't see it, but we can hear it. So embarrassing. Fucking showing my dick. I know that voice from somewhere. My penis is showing. Fuck my penis. Brad Carter, is that you? Oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm showing my penis. Fuck my circumcised penis. Brad Carter moved in next door. Big circumcised dick and my fucking big feet. He's got big feet and a big cock. The neighbor actually made a log of the masturbatory noises over several months, but eventually became frustrated and just left the building completely. Following this, the new neighbor stated that, uh, quote, they heard their neighbor loudly masturbating and finishing by the wall. This got louder and louder as time progressed until one day it sounded three-dimensional. So disgusting. That's a direct quote. New neighbor moved in on October 1st and stated that she heard loud masturbatory sounds between 4.30 and 5.30 a.m. daily until November 16. This dude has a routine. 100% of the a.m.s since she moved in. She added that the neighbor groans at the end. Under the details of the case to end the tenancy, the landlord writes that the tenant is a self-confessed sex addict who has a long history of disturbing the quiet enjoyment of his neighbors due to excessively loud masturbation, loud sex acts, and playing of loud pornography. The tenant tried to say that the two neighbors lacked credibility since they were the only ones in the building who brought the issue up, but the board said that the fact that they did it independently of one another was conclusive evidence. So... There you go. That's what's happening in Canada. Sorry, that country has way too many A's. Second story we have for you today. When Rutledge Diaz IV. Well, that's that's the name of a psychopath right there. Let's see if I'm right. When Rutledge Diaz IV pleaded guilty last year to tricking women into changing his diaper. Oh, yeah, this is a DV update. I remember this guy. One of the people he deceived voiced hope that probation might change him. Guess what? It didn't. Diaz, 31, was arrested again, I guess, uh, this past Thursday at his home. 
grown man once again plotted to trick women into changing his diaper. Investigators are trying to see if there are more victims. Look, dude, like, diaper fetishes are strange, but they're not unheard of. You can find someone out there who would be willing to change your diaper. Maybe you could even throw them a few bucks or something. You don't have to resort to trick. I guess tricking the women into changing his diaper is kind of the sexual thrill of it all for him. Maybe. I don't know. According to the officers, detectives began a second investigation last Monday after they learned Diaz wrote a text message showing similar behaviors to what got him previously charged. In the message, Diaz indicated that he was engaged in alternative therapy and offered to pay the victim to change his diaper. Okay, I have a problem with this. Not not with what Mr. Diaz is doing here, but with the cops going after him. This guy was pretty much up front. He's like, look, I'm an adult man. I want you to change my diaper. I'll pay you. It's a form of alternative therapy. I mean, that type of therapy is not recognized by any sort of medical or psychological association, but it helps me. As part of the ongoing investigation, detectives learned Diaz attempted to recruit the victim to solicit other babysitters to care for him while he again posed as a younger man with special needs. Oh, okay, so he was acting mentally handicapped again. In other words, police say Diaz was back at it. They previously arrested the man uh, back in November 2019, saying that uh, he pretended to be a non-existent 18-year-old younger brother living with a disability. Longtime listeners of the show will remember that he posed as someone named Corey. Uh, Diaz let a healthcare provider change his adult diaper so he could become sexually aroused. Diaz ultimately pleaded guilty last December to human trafficking charges, dodging time behind bars and only getting probation for that. As part of the plea agreement, he cannot have social media, has to attend Alcoholics uh, Anonymous meetings, and also he has to see a counselor. The women reportedly agreed to the deal, but the one who spoke to the news outlet was ambivalent. She voiced a mix of doubt and hope as to whether Diaz would successfully follow through on the terms of the agreement. Quote, hopefully he follows through with it, she said. I don't believe that he will because five years is a long time. I hope he can make himself better. Well, now Diaz is back behind bars just more than a year after his guilty plea. Online records show he remains at the Jefferson Parish Jail on a total of a $100,000 bond for a count each of human trafficking and attempted human trafficking. He's also being held on five counts of probation violation. Final story we have for you today. You know, we spent a lot of time worrying about the monkey future, which is real and happening. It's probably like the number one danger threatening the human race, followed by climate change and rounding out the top three, uh, Alec Baldwin. They're all... Big potential killers. Well, climbing up that list rapidly, apparently, uh, are squirrels. Deadly psycho squirrels. One just went on a 48-hour Christmas rampage. Someone wasn't in the holiday spirit. UK residents were left reeling after a crazed gray squirrel went on a wild Christmas rampage in Wales, injuring a staggering 18 people in two days. Facebook posts detailing Rocky's reign of terror are going viral. But warning, vicious squirrel that attacks, wrote Nicola Crowther in the Buckley Residence Facebook group on December 26th, along with a grainy photo of the furry culprit. He's bitten me. He's attacked my friend, dot, 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 and multiple other people. Very menacing. 
It's also attacked my two Bengals, who fear nothing, and my neighbor's Bengal cats. Dare not go out of my house as it's lurking. Another recipient, Cherie Davidson, said that she was taking out the recycling when the psycho squirrel jumped out at her from behind the bins and chomped her on her hand. Quote, I've got teeth marks on the top and bottom of my finger. It proper latched on and I had to shake it off. He's taken the top layer off my knuckle. His teeth are like pins. Davidson also uploaded pictures of her bloody finger to Facebook with the caption, It had me good and proper, little shit. The squirrel has been nicknamed Stripe after the evil character from Gremlins. Uh, He repeatedly didn't discriminate in his attacks, lashing out at the elderly, also children and pets alike, and biting them everywhere from the heads to the legs. The squirrel would attack people in their gardens and even chase them down the road. My biggest fear is that an alliance is formed between monkeys and squirrels. Then we're just, we're totally fucked at that point. Because who do we have on our side? Dogs? Dogs aren't going to do shit. They're so, they're just going to lay down and wait for belly rubs. I mean, I've seen dogs want to go after squirrels. My dogs, even though they're on leashes, they, you know, they pull and they, they try to run and get the squirrels. They never get them, ever. Not a chance. I've never seen a dog catch a squirrel. Squirrels can run up trees. We have the worst fucking allies. And cats aren't going to help us. There's nothing in it for them. Many victims had to receive tetanus shots after getting savaged. After arriving at the hospital, I had to have a tetanus jab because the squirrel broke my skin, said technician Scott Felton, who was ambushed by the psychotic tree hopper while smoking on his patio. You shouldn't smoke. Good reason to give up cigarettes. I know of someone else uh, who had to have a tetanus jab because theirs didn't stop bleeding. During the course of its two-day biting spree, the bloodthirsty squirrel reportedly injured 18 people with a staggering 21 attacks since December 23rd. Finally, 65-year-old Buckley resident Corrine Reynolds decided to trap the motherfucker. Locally known as the Bird Lady, the... (laughs) The mom of seven had been feeding the squirrel since the summer, but decided to act after getting bitten on the hand herself and seeing all the Facebook posts. To be honest, he was giving me cause for concern with his unusual behavior. She wondered if Stripe had something going on inside his head, like uh, maybe a tumor. That's why he was acting funny. She put a cage in her garden filled with peanuts and uh, Stripe, sure enough, wandered in there. The cage door closed. It was trapped. And uh, the woman handed him over to the RSPCA, who euthanized him. Let that just be a listen to any squirrels listening to this podcast. Crime doesn't pay. We have no qualms about sticking your tiny little ass in a gas chamber. That lady has mixed emotions about Stripe's death. While reportedly relieved that she was able to protect her loved ones from the bloodthirsty critter, the senior was also sad because, quote, I'm an animal lover and because of me, this squirrel lost his life was going insane attacking people you you did the right thing old bag all right uh, there you go that my friends is your distorted news for monday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here love to hear from you freaks and there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com i'm all over social media at distorted view on twitter and instagram facebook.com slash distorted view show uh you can find out all the different ways to contact me in our show notes uh voicemail line 206-666-4463 i of course am a little backed up on the voicemails and now i'm uh, backed up on the the patron only line 
So uh, I'm going to try to blow through as many of these calls as we yeah. can get to. Uh, so I had to go see Mannheim Steamroller with my family and my girlfriend's family last night. And it's... it was truly the ultimate test of patience. <laughs> Hearing a recorder played with that much passion, um, I think it may have made me gay. I think I may have turned into a careless fairy. Uh, anyway, listening to those Lauren Bacall coffee ads, I feel like she's the female equivalent of Vincent Price. Yes. I hear her say that she loves mushrooms. <laughs> Too bad they don't have her dead people on Cameo. Yeah, we played some old coffee commercials featuring Lauren Bacall in the 70s or 80s. And she just says weird words weird. Probably sound better than Vince Neal. Decaffeinated. Decaf- Decaf- Anyway. Not sure if that was a Sideshow exclusive program or not, but thank you for the call. Hey, hey, Tim and Boo, season's greetings. Uh, season's greetings to Timmy Boo and the Freaks fucking drunk unicorn hamster checking in. Listen, I wanted to call and tell you I always listen. I've been, I've been fucking uh, listening to the I followed you on subscribed and the Spotify app. Yes, on Spotify now you can follow DV and if you could possibly it would be great if you gave us a five star rating. We have almost a hundred ratings already, which is great. You know, since you spread the distortion all the way to the fucking Spotify, I was following you first, but I listened to DV on Apple Podcasts, but it's only because they put the fucking code in and you know the rest I'm not computer savvy. Well, one of these uh, new sideshow uh, listening options might be right up your alley. Thank you. Drunk Unicorn. Hey, Tim Haley's comment calling up about the, uh, the, the DV freak who left a recent voicemail about how she has trouble telling people, convincing people she's an actual accountant. Uh, instead of a sex worker. Right, because, uh, you know, a lot of people on TikTok or, you know, when they're trying to speak in code, right? <laughs> and they don't want to tell people that they're uh, an OnlyFans uh, cam whore. Uh, they'll say they're an accountant. Uh, it reminded me of a conversation uh, that I had with a, a friend of mine in high school back in the early 90s. Uh, it was the first time I'd heard the word tranny. And he was going on a rant because he was a gearhead. And he'd been talking about how he blew his tranny on uh, with with some friends. And it had resulted in a fight from someone who thought that he was saying he was having sex with a transgender individual. He blew a trans person. He was, in fact, referring to blowing out the transmission on his car. Yes, I have heard a lot of car people call him trannies. And he was really, really pissed that this, this word was being used. Because he was now having to try and censor himself when talking about automotive parts. It must be hard for him. The struggle is real. he was worried that it would result in another misunderstanding like that. People think uh, giving trannies blowjobs. Hey, Jim, this is Ziggo back again with my annual announcement that we're going to be streaming BattleBots again. Yes, BattleBots, that old show from around the year 2000 and on Comedy Central. Yes. And then they did some new seasons recently, right? It still exists. It got a reboot a couple of years ago. Yeah. The new season is going to be starting in January. Last year, we streamed the season uh, same day, every week, into the start of your Discord. And yeah. the turnout was just incredible. I'm so happy I got to share that with everyone. Oh, really? Maybe I should tune in. I don't think I ever participated in that, but I'm kind of interested in BattleBots. I'll join you guys. Uh, every week, we watch the show together. We have laughs, we screamed at our favorites winning or losing. 
uh, and we're going to be doing this all over again in January. The announcement is on the Jock Itch channel in the Discord. There's also a Discord event made that you can see on top of the channel list if you look there. Um, right. Come watch. It's super fun. One more reason to uh, join the Discord. Freaks are hanging out watching uh, BattleBots over there. Hey, Merry Christmas to Tim, Cat Lady, um, and Merry Christmas shoes to all of you. Um, especially if you uh, did Secret Santa, because I have not sent out the names, so don't worry. Uh, I did not forget you. I just had a very stressful fucking month. So wait, wait, wait a second. Isn't wait? You called on December twenty fifth. That's like Christmas, right? So the Secret Santa. Shouldn't that have been done by now? I just didn't fucking do it. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it before the, the end of the year. I promise. Uh, Scout's honor. Okay. Uh, Tim, uh, I'm just going to take, like, looking back on this last year of shows, they've been so good, dude. Oh, thank like, you. You've, uh, you've found new people, and you've also well. found, like, people that we already knew that got better. Also, sorry, I know I feel like I've got... Um, brain damage that I do, so well, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. You're uh, one of our one of our tards. I hope you had a good holiday. Well, thank you very much, and I, you know, I have to say thanks to the listeners as well, because a lot of the people that I feature, a lot of the videos that I feature come from the Discord, or listeners emailing me, so uh, as much stuff as I find, the freaks are out there scouring for idiots and, and weird stuff as well, so could not do it without you. And of course, I gotta say thanks to Level 80 Cat Lady. Uh, for the very generous uh, Christmas gift. I, I believe I have some more coming uh, on the way, but I got one of them, and it was very nice. Thank you so much, Love Lady Cat Lady. And then uh, it's like, I think someone else also chipped in, but Love Lady Cat Lady did not let me know who that person was. She wants to take all of the credit and all of the glory. No, she did say that someone else uh, did She didn't have the name in front of me, but uh, thank you very much, Level 80 Cat Lady. Let's do one more voicemail, and then we'll wrap things up for the day. I'll save the rest of the calls for tomorrow and Wednesday. I oh. used to do putting on the heads. <laughs> uh, <I was laughs> Hello? <laughs> My voice was as strong as he has. <laughs> Sounds like he's trying to sing along to something. We've changed your options, so please listen carefully. That was a greeting on the party line. <laughs> That's the call the guy left. Before making a selection. Talk to me. I'm going to rock out with my cock out. To hear that message again, press We're R not going to take. Respond to this message with a message, press 2. <laughs> Vlad calling in here. The call is very short, so I, I don't think Vlad got around to talking to this guy, which is a real shame. Sounds like he has a lot to say and sing. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on 488 4463. That's 206 660. Oh God, is it? Oh God. Big circumcised dick in my fucking big feet. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's show is going to be a sideshow exclusive one. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. 
Henry, hmm? if you let me go fishing first, you could be my sweet daddy bear. Oh, I'm your grandpa bear. You've got a daddy. Oh, not a daddy. A sweet daddy. And I'll be your little honey. And you could do whatever you want because I'm so hot. Stop it! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.